We are not affiliated with, nor do we represent Alcoholics Anonymous. We are simply here sharing our experiences, strength, and hope so that hopefully we can help someone through another day. My name is Vicki. Hey, it's Bree. And I'm Lynn. And, and we're, we're telling, telling on ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Telling, 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 Okay, guys, I couldn't even get in on that because of the delay. This is such a learning curve for us, isn't it? Yes, it is. Learning, learning, learning all the things, learning. I miss you guys. Well, hello, I'm here calling. This is our first phone interview, so please be patient if we're talking over each other. But I'm in Alaska visiting my dear friends. My first sponsor, Lorraine T, is with me as well, and she's going to be our special guest, our very first interviewee on Telling on Ourselves. So we're super, super excited. So. Hello, Lorraine. Hi, this is Lorraine T, and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, <laughs> Lorraine. So, Lorraine, I have a question for you since I don't really know yeah. you. How long have you been sober? Well, I'm coming up on 16 years, November 6th, and I got sober up here in a small town, Homer, Alaska. Um, and I was here a very short time before I went to travel down to, uh, I worked down in California. I don't know how much, uh, how much of my background do you want? <laughs> we want your rap sheet. No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, right. so are you originally from Homer? Well, I've been up here 35 years in Alaska, but, um, and I've been, I've done a lot of different things since I've been up here. And, uh, but originally I, I was from, I moved up from Santa Barbara, California and, um, just, uh, kind of always knew I had, you know, a problem with my drinking, but I enjoyed it. And they call Homer, a a quaint little drinking town with a fishing problem. And, um, I exemplified that. So anyway, um, yeah, so when um i i got sober uh the you know it was very a lot of support good you know wonderful support um and i was it was highly recommended i don't change anything don't move don't go anywhere well my my business uh my winter business soon took me outside and outside meaning i got to explain that up in alaska we refer to anything outside of the state of alaska as quote unquote outside Okay. So I was heading down. To, I, do, I do motivational talks in schools, and I was heading down to do my work down there. And my sponsor and everybody was very much against that. You know, don't change anything, which is really suggested. You know, that's what we hear in, in the rooms. But I, I that was my work. Right. So I went ahead, went ahead, and went down. I was working on getting my ninety and ninety. Um, November 6th, of course, it's winter up here, and um, go figure, I didn't have a driver's license. I was hitchhiking into town, and, you know, small town, everybody knew why I was hitchhiking, but anyway, I was, I was bound and determined to get that 90 and 90. Well, I went down December to lower 48. Um, I, the, the beauty of it was, here I was told, don't go anywhere, don't, don't change jobs, don't leave, because that's, 
you know, what's suggested. Well, what happened was I went down to the San Francisco Bay Area where there's a million meetings. Uh, I was able to get to all different kinds of meetings, immediately got uh, into a really just a really good, healthy group of sober friends, um, started hanging out and doing all kinds of really fun things, you know, dinners and bowling and meeting together and celebrating each other's uh, sobriety birthdays. And it was just a whole different experience than when I was getting sober up here in Alaska. And so it really was just an awesome opportunity. And um, I was concerned, just a funny little side story, I was concerned that I wasn't going to get my, my 90 and 90. And I was at a meeting and one of the guys said, they're going to have a Super Bowl party. And I said, oh, I can't go because I have to, you know, give some meetings. I have to triple up today if I'm going to make it. He said, oh, go to the Super Bowl party. There'll be so much recovery talk. It can count as a meeting. And so I did. And wouldn't you know, I ended up going into one corner and chatting almost the whole Super Bowl party with this one guy about recovery. I was like, well, you know, that really kind of was like a meeting. So I have it. I keep my personal list of my meetings that I was trying to uh, accomplish. And, and so I, I got to count Super Bowl uh, that year as a meeting. But anyway, um, so, you know, the, the things that are suggested are, are really, uh, they're in place for a reason. But in that instance, it worked for me better to go to a more metropolitan area, a lot more meetings. Yeah. Um, you know, my sponsor that, that I had uh, originally started working with in Alaska, she kind of got, she got busy and that um, was having some family medical problems. So I met a woman down in um, California and, and uh, ended up, you know, having working with her. That lasted, oh, about a year, and it just wasn't a real good fit. And uh, then I found another sponsor um, down there in California, and she, I was with her for 13 years. But, um, you know, lo and behold, about uh, six months ago, it became apparent that that wasn't quite still a good fit. And, uh, you know, I switched again, and this new sponsor I have, whom I've known, for uh, the 16 years I've been sober, met her down in California. I'm up in Alaska now, but we're doing long long distance sponsorship, and it's working out just fine. And it's 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 my you know journey, my uh, personal you know recovery, just needed a little another level of sponsorship, and so it's all it's all been good. But the meetings, you know, uh, Lynn and I were talking how the difference between small town meetings as opposed to larger uh, meetings where you can kind of sit in the back of the room and not really be noticed and, you know, kind of just listen. Yeah. You know, these smaller meetings up here in Alaska, Alaska, you're, you're kind of expected to talk and, you know, engage and share. And it really is powerful. And you get to be, have a closeness and a bond with the, you know, in the room that it just, I, I it's, it's, Something entirely different from, uh, you know, my meetings down in California, which I adore my meetings down in California um, or wherever I travel. I go to meetings in Arizona, Nevada, Utah, all over. But um, these small meetings here, there's, there's something we're in, in this little small town. And right now there's only 300 people in town. Oh, wow. Now, a lot of those people are, you know, kids. And uh, so you, you really are... You know, it's a pretty small pool of people. Our meetings are usually somewhere between, you know, four and maybe six people. And uh, I call it my own very own private stag meeting because I'm the only woman there. When Lynn showed up a couple of years ago, I was like, woohoo! 
And we are all in that room as different as you. I mean, we're totally different people. So we're all alcoholics. Lorraine, you were the only female? I still am. Oh, yes. Holy cow. That's why I was... I was so bummed when Lynn left. It's like, no, you cannot leave me. <laughs> but uh, I could you know, understand it's, it's that. You've never seen that? Yeah, I could understand it's, feeling that way. Don't leave me. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be uh, simple to try to have a women's meeting here in, in Super Landing. I'd be there, me, myself, and I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I did help... I, I did help start a women, women's meeting down in Homer, which is a little larger... And it was uh, it's a, still going strong after about uh, 14 years ago. I helped start that meeting. And it was very interesting because there were many weeks I'd go with one other gal. She was, we, we started together. And it would just be her and I sitting there and talking. And, but now it's really well attended. There's you know, anywhere between 15, 20 women there at that meeting in Homer, which is a little bit larger. But anyway, so... Um, yeah, it's 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 been um, a quite diverse uh, recovery program. But I, what I do know, what I do know is this: is um, keeping my, you know, my 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 toe in, in the the pond of the of recovery is imperative. If I if I don't go to meetings, if I don't see the readings, my boyfriend and I every, pretty much every morning pull out the daily reflections. And just the two of us sit there and we treat it like a regular meeting. You know, he'll. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm an alcoholic. I'll say, hi, Mike. <laughs> you know, <laughs> same for me. And, and we read the reflection we share. And uh, you know, without that, um, it, 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 there's, I, I don't know where I'd be. So, um, you know, that, that I do know is, is I'm, I'm comfortable, you know, doing this and staying in touch as, as much as possible. And I do my, there's really no service commitment. The, the only I have, but I've had it quite consistently for like the last, I don't know, six years. I um, do uh, institute. I go into the jail here oh, on cool. the Peninsula. Yeah, once a month, maybe twice a month, I'll go in and take a meeting into the women's um, part of the, the jail. And uh, that's powerful. That has been easily, easily one of the most profound components of my recovery is to go to the jail and talk to the inmate and uh, see, you know, the, the twinkle come alive in their eye or not. And, um, you know, so I, in fact, I've actually, that's one thing that I do is I do the scheduling for the, the jail meetings. I'm not the chair, but I, um, you know, that's, that's what I can do. So, and I can do it from wherever I, from wherever I am, if I'm traveling in lower 48. Okay. You got that, that Vicky, the lower yes, 48. I got so it. <laughs> good girl, good girl. Okay, all right. So, you know, then I could just get up on my computer and take care of all the scheduling and stuff. So it works out. But uh, anyway, that's, you know, I could talk I could talk for hours, but your podcast people will probably go, oh, boy, he's rambling. So I'll, I'll go ahead and <laughs> leave it at that. You know, it's something we talk about on the podcast a lot, and there's like three things that you said that really stood out to me. And one of them was the whole piece about changing sponsors. And we did have a very funny episode about that before, but you know, I, I I commend you for being with someone for 13 years and knowing that 
like you can lovingly say, I need something different in my recovery right now. And I think that that's beautiful. It, it was hard. It was, I, I actually, I thought, to be, to be very honest, it took me over a year to make the decision. Over a year of, you know, praying about it, you know, thinking about it. I remember I called, I called Lorraine to talk to her about my quandary with a sponsor. And then we had this conversation and she was going through the same thing. And we kind of talked it out, both of us together. It was weird because we hadn't talked in a couple of months and I called her. I'm like, I need to talk to you about something. And it, yeah, see, again, you know, there's, there's no coincidences in this, mm-hmm. in this world. Isn't that amazing how that happened? And, and she told me about that. And then we kind of both made the move around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, we, that's right. We actually did. And it, 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 and it was, you know, what um, it was shared with me is that if if my sponsor, if, you know, it was really, I mean, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to hurt her feelings. She'd given me so much. I mean, she really had. And she's a beautiful woman. She's a great woman. I love her dearly. But, um, and it was, I was reminded by others who I, I trusted that, um, you know, if she's really of that caliber and quality, she'll encourage it. You know, she'll support yeah. it. She'll, yeah. you know, shove me along my way. And, um, but it was, uh, you know, there was a lot of tears at the meeting when I finally had to, you know, I felt it was appropriate to tell her and we both cried like babies because I was like, God, I, you know, I just, I just love her. But it was, it was time. Yeah. What was, what was your other comment or uh, question, Vic? So what I, the other thing I liked, and I think, I think what I like about kind of because you were in the Alaska area and you have to get creative about meetings and what's, what's super cool is the meeting with two people, right? Like, and even how you've gotten creative with your morning reflections and making it a meeting and, and how just talking to another alcoholic can really shift your your whole day and your thought process from being on yourself where we get ourselves into trouble to being on somebody else or with somebody else or that like-mindedness. You know, um, yeah, another, and just to take another uh, step as far as the creativity, um, I have also uh, dabbled in some Al-Anon all my sponsors have said, Lorraine, you really need Al-Anon. So there's no <laughs> Al-Anon meetings around here. Okay, none. And so, okay, what am I going to do? Well, there's phone-in Al-Anon meetings. And I got to tell you, that was one of the coolest, um, or some of the, some of the coolest. I, I did it several times where I, I'd phone in because there was people online from all over the world on this Al-Anon phone-in meeting. And a lot of us were remote. You know, there wasn't anything else available. And uh, that was just a trip. And I, I just came off of that feeling so, um, well, kind of how I feel after a regular AA meeting. You know, I always feel better. I always feel better after an AA meeting. So phone in. Phone in meetings are good. That's really cool. How So how many meetings... I'm such a literal person sometimes, and I, I like details of stuff. So how many meetings do you guys have a week? Two. Saturday morning and Wednesday night. Okay, so you really have to, I mean, do you call a lot of, you know, say you're kind of having a wonky day or something, do you call other alcoholics? Do you just usually call your sponsor? Do you talk to Mike? Like, what does your network look like when you're not on a meeting day? 
Wow, that's I you know, I, I better fess up and say uh that I don't I have not utilized a, a real, you know, vibrant network. Um, normally it's more on the lines of I'll try to hit the mat and do some yoga, do some meditation. In fact, it's been a very, 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 very crazy, stressful week. And, um, you know, for the first time in over a week, I did a 10-minute meditation today. And I, I thought I was in heaven. It's like, wow, a whole 10-minute meditation. That was pretty darn good. So um, but as far as, like, reaching out and, and um, you know, uh, mainly it's that morning reflections with with Mike and the pause, pause and agitated. I guess that would be the other thing is just to take deep breath, pause, and, um, you know, the whole start your day over at any time. Yeah. I've uh, utilized that. And in my relationship, we'll sometimes look at each other and say, okay, time to start our day over. And, and we, we will do, we'll actively do that, you know? So, um, there's not a whole lot of people. I mean, it's always a phone. You know, I, I always, I can always pick up a phone, but yeah, I haven't found that, um, I haven't. I have not utilized that very much, to be honest. So, um, yeah. And that's, that's okay. True. I find that you know, I guess life gets so crazy and hectic between meetings and sponsors and stuff like that sometimes, and podcasting. I mean, I don't get any mat time, and when there is time for mat, I'm exhausted. So it's really cool that you know that meditation, conscious contact with your higher power that you probably find in all of those other you know, those those other parts of your toolkit, you know, are carrying you. I think that's really cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, and, and that's just, that's just it. Without this program, I wouldn't have that complete of a toolkit. And, you know, that, that's just the bottom line. And uh, another reason to stick with what I do and how I do it and um, keep with it because, uh, then I, I do keep those tools intact, you know, that, that's, that's just so important. Awesome. Cool. Do you guys have anything else for us? Um, no, I think I really just wanted um, Lorraine to share her story because not only did she help me when I was in dire need, you know, talk about, God giving you exactly what you need when you need it. He gave me her. And when I got here um, yesterday, God, it was yesterday morning, I'd, I've been collecting things, little gifts for her. And, and it was a little overwhelming. And one of them was the, you know, the cool rosaries that Lisa makes the prayer beads. Oh, and we were talking about it. And, and I said, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And she said, well, no, God put me here for you. And and it's so true. It's like, you know, what I needed was that small meeting. I needed that very intimate group to be able to open up and to trust and to share. And it just goes to show how even though we're all so different, we still need to be loved. And like they say, you know, when you can't love yourself, we're here to love you. And my goodness, that that was so true when I when I moved here to Alaska. I was I was still broken. I was scared. I told Lorraine yesterday I was still in thri- in survival mode. You know, I had no idea of if I would ever find thrive mode again, and I did. You know, and and I have peeled back the the layers back to my original self, and I'm so thankful and grateful every day for what I'm given. So, and, and you know, I hear her. I hear her say those words, and. Uh, it's hard for me to, to really grasp it because she was so vibrant and self-assured and fun and articulate and funny and loving. 
even though she describes herself as being broke. <laughs> and Ricky and I are it's nodding like, like crazy over here to all of those wonderful things you said. We're looking at each other. I know, I know. I'm like, like just not broke. <laughs> not uh, the broke part, the, the, all those wonderful things. <laughs> exactly. And the, the cool thing was how much I, you know, learned from Lynn back two years ago and continue to. Um, you know, it's just, it's just the learning just spirals and expands, you know, it's just a very, very, uh, fun, fun ride to ride, you know, but, uh, yeah, I'm really, I mean, I'm so honored to be part of this podcast and, and your first, uh, person to, to share, um, it's, it's really, really awesome what's happening here. Well, and, and what's so cool, and, and I think for me, what's so great about just being involved in the program is is just that, what you said, how you got so much from her, and she got so much from you, and there there's something about that relationship, and the relationship, and it doesn't necessarily have to be just in a sponsor relationship, but how much by helping somebody else, we're actually helping ourselves continue on. And that's why it's like an interdependent relationship that really helps us grow. And, and it just, for me, I have goosebumps, but it works. It works in my life because before I was just selfish and self will run riot and I'm not anymore. Most days. (laughs) Most days. <laughs> yes. Well, I am. Um, I'm going to let you guys finish up the show here, but this was so awesome. And I'm so glad that we got it to work out. And I'm glad that you all got to hear my sweet Lorraine's voice. <laughs> we are too. Yes. Uh, really quickly. Yes. I just want to say, I think it's funny. Your higher power sent you to Alaska where you couldn't hide anymore. Yep. <laughs> One of six right. people in a room. The biggest hiding in the back. <laughs> you know, sometimes it takes hell or high water for me. <laughs> it's okay. There was a I love you guys. Time. Love you too. Love you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your trip. All right. Drive right. out. Bye. Drive out. All right. Well, we just got done talking to Lorraine. And that Lynn. was awesome. That was so much fun. Yeah, I really loved it. That was so cool. Well, I just love hearing stories from people from other parts of the country tell their stories and talk about what programs like for them and kind of how they came into the program. That's why I love going to conferences and stuff like that, like Soberfest and stuff. Oh, you hear because you hear because you get so used to the people that you know and oh, the same yeah. routine and. And then you realize how spoiled you are. Like when I hear that they only have two meetings a week, we're so spoiled. I love it. I mean, I was shocked. And my, I felt spoiled that I actually have a tribe of women. Like she doesn't have women, which I mean, some, you know, we come in and that's okay in the beginning, right? Because most of us come in and we're like, you know, I, hate, like I hate women. <laughs> but she women. still has Lynn and she, she does her sponsors and she, you know, like, I think that w- what's cool is it can work if we really want it to work. Right. And she goes to the jails. Like, how cool is that? She says that's been one of the best things for her program yeah. and she loves it. I know. So not my cup of tea yet, but you know, probably too soon for me. <laughs> You're afraid of those handcuffs. You're afraid you'll break out in handcuffs. Yeah, exactly. Shake you know, it up. Don't want to walk into the lion's mouth. The lion's den? 
The lion's den? The lion's den. Or mouth. Or mouth. Mouth would suck, too. Yeah. Well, what was your golden nugget of the episode? Um, you know, I guess it was the gratitude for what we have here and just having such a great network of people here, but then also knowing that this program works without that too. And remembering back, I mean, her having only two meetings a week, six people at most show up to the meetings. It kind of made me think that that's probably what the beginning of AA was like, if not less. And I had told you kind of during the break, I remember reading, well, it says in the big book, the big book was written in a time where there weren't a lot of meetings. So it says, when you do your fifth step, go find, you know, if you don't have a sponsor, go find a priest or a friend. So it's almost like you were doing these steps kind of on your own. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, I think that's where the integrity of the 12 steps and what the 12 steps can do for you is so so sustaining and so lasting and so something that can change your life. Right. So, yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, my golden nugget was how creative that we can be and that there's no one right way to do the program. You you can make it work no matter what. If the, if and and it's so funny cuz you can't say if there's a will there's a way. But um but God's will, if we'll make God's away. will, we'll make a way. Yeah. God's will will make a way. I like that one. And that's why all the snowflakes are different, right? Every snowflake is unique. Everyone's program is slightly unique, but we share fundamental principles. And yeah, that is really cool. That is cool. So we're so grateful for you guys to listen. We hope that this helps you. We um, This is a new format for the week that we have done. And um, we're really bummed that Lynn's not here, but we're super happy that she gets to be with her homie, uh, Miss Lorraine. Yeah. Going back and giving thanks and gratitude to the people who helped her get sober and stay sober because oh. she was in and out for so long. And I mean, obviously that's hilarious that Lynn used to always tell us that she'd sneak to the back of the room Oh yeah, when she was in uh, Kentucky or whatnot. Yep. And then her, her job took her somewhere where yep. she just, or she put herself somewhere where she could absolutely not sneak to the back of yeah, the room. She had to open up. Higher power was like, hey, was shaking her. Yeah, he found a spot. I I know, I love that. So grateful for Lorraine and Lynn tonight. So they're part of our journey now too. And grateful for you guys. And please share, rate, review, find us at Telling On Ourselves. Slide into our DM if you've got any comments or suggestions. Yeah, slidey slide. (laughs) (laughs) Try it out. Try it out. Thanks for listening to another episode of Telling on Ourselves. Please rate, review, share, subscribe, download our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you want more Telling on Ourselves, please find us and follow us and like us on Instagram and Facebook at Telling on Ourselves. Tribe out.